Hey everyone, welcome. This is 372 pages. We'll never get back. The oh. book, 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 book. So, sorry, sorry, Mike. I uh, let me just let me just turn down uh, ac- acoustic rock musician William Tyler on my Sonos app. Um, <laughs> I had I had that going in the background. Sorry. Uh, it's very convenient though. I could control all the music in my house with one simple app. Um, hey, sorry about that interruption, folks. <laughs> I, uh, I uh, I don't expect another one to happen. Although my Ring a smart doorbell system might ring, I'm expecting a uh, a delivery from uh, Overstock.com. You know, Connor, the best thing about this is it just organically worked its way into the episode. There was no uh, that did not sound forced at all. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, they uh, they the sponsors asked that I just try to do it as organically as possible with the <laughs> product placement. But you know, I don't think anyone will notice if they do. Like, who cares? It's enough money that I don't uh, I don't care what people think. Hey, you're sleeping on a Casper mattress. <laughs> Your pool is heated. Uh, <laughs> this is the podcast where we talk about books we are probably not going to enjoy. Um, you know, Ernest Ernest Klein type books, uh, yes. Jim Jim Tice type books. You know the genre, people. Come on. Uh, and we are currently working our way through E. L. James' The Mister. By the way, I am Michael J. Nelson, and the Sonos owner is Connor Lestoka. Yeah, proud Sonos owner. That's true. I endorse. <laughs> I endorse the system. It, it just syncs up all the music in all the rooms of your house without a without having to worry about it. You know, it's. Uh... It integrates hey, you're a, all, you're, all streaming services with the touch of a button. You're a DJ on the go. One day you're in Ibiza, the next day you're in East London DJing. So uh, you got to have your Sonos at the ready. Oh, it's good stuff. It is. Um, so yeah, we're working our way through the mister. We have all of our departments today. We got uh, emails from listeners. Fanfic are real. I'm assuming you're all set up for that, Connor. Absolutely, yeah. Lots of emails, lots of uh, fanfic. People are people are, are surprisingly into this book, so they've got a lot of thoughts to share. Well, these aren't the only people who are into it. I thought I'd throw you a curve. Um, you know, I'm usually on the dock with the uh, fanfic are real. I'm going to throw something at you. This is sort of a reverse calibrate your tastes. Ooh. Um, what I did was I, I was looking up something else, and you know, you you come across a an Amazon review that you go, come on, what, what is this? And then you look at the person's other reviews and, you know, in a way you're going, is this, should I listen to this person? Sure, yeah. Because <laughs> they're reviewing, uh, you know, five stars for, for certain underwear or something like, all right, I'm not going to take them too seriously. So I found a good review, a five-star review of the mister. Wow. And, uh, there aren't many of let those. me just, no, there's not. And this is from a person, uh, called Barb T., she gives it five stars, says a the mister is, is a beautiful, enduring, endearing, and at times suspenseful story that is keeping with the current times. The characters are so real and emotion-filled, <laughs> they touched my heart. It took me one day to complete my reading of this book. Oh I literally could not put it down. If there were six stars or more available for a rating, and then there's ellipses, so wait for it. I have no idea what she's going to say. <laughs> this book would rate them. Wow. So. And, it, and it goes on. Wow. I like uh, that she specified it fits in with the current times. I don't know what that means exactly. I guess Sonos is what she Yeah, means. maybe maybe they specified in a later chapter that it had the latest like 12.78 Sonos update. And so Barb knows <laughs> that that right. is what she's currently using. Uh, all right. So your your challenge is to, I'm going to name the, the object and you tell me whether or not, you know, just try to guess the stars. But if you're in the ballpark, that's fine. Whether or not she liked it. Okay. So I just have the mental picture of Barb and whether she's going to like this, uh, yep, this product. Knowing okay. what you know about the mister and what she said about it, 
Does Barb like the Asus White Optical Mouse? Oh, I guess I, I, I am guessing no. I guess Barb had some some troubles with it. I bet the driver didn't work or something, and she had to call five her stars. Son. Oh, five stars! Cannot give up the mouse. Old fashioned girl here, or just plain old. I cannot get used to that finger thingy. Tried and tried, cannot do it. Need my mouse. Even tried <laughs> talking to Google and Cortana. Not going there anytime soon. Yes, I know it's the future, but I'm not ready to have a computer talk to me yet. Wow. We'll give it we'll give it another try when I lose the mouse, but don't cross your fingers on that one. Don't know what that means. <laughs> All right. Love so that... my mouse. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> so that's tricky because she is a technophobe, but uh I guess this was the this is an older mouse that she was satisfied with and doesn't want to replace. Right. Well, speaking of old, Q tips. These are just classic Q tips. What does uh, she think of them? Well, she's got a I mean, she loves them. She applies her makeup with them and Five stars. Can't okay, go yes. wrong with Q-tips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a t-shirt saying. That same sounds uh, like something from their 50s uh, advertising campaign with like a, an anthropomorphic Q-tip saying that. But I think that uh, ear, nose, and throat guys tell you, you can go wrong with Q-tips oh, if you put yeah. them in your ear. So. If you use Careful. them the way that, you're su- that everyone knows you're <laughs> supposed to, that's like right. deadly. Uh, Tootsie Rolls 360-piece bag. Loves them. Five stars. I'm in Tootsie <laughs> Roll Heaven. Oh my God. And finally, there, are, there she's got 109 reviews, but this is my last one. Uh, DVD of the Beatles Help. Uh, uh, it arrived late, so she's not happy. One star. Holy crap. Is that Nuts true? on. Right on the screws. <laughs> one star. Never received. Oh I'm my a big God. fan of the Beatles. <laughs> Well, I had, there had to be a she's, reason. There had to be a reason. She's it was that in there. person. Wow. Yep. So, so nicely done. There you go. All right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> it is. And there's like uh, 532 reviews or something as as of right now. So, uh, you know, it's something we can revisit. See if it's okay. holding yeah. steady. Yeah, that's good. All right. Very good job. Well done, Barb. Yeah. Uh, boy. We're at chapter 10. You want to bring people up to date and then we'll dive in? Yeah, so the uh the uh Master Maxim, Mr. Maxim is the uh the DJ uh, slash photographer slash composer slash heir slash uh lady man about town and uh he uh is finding himself fleeing armed Albanian thugs who are uh have sex trafficked his uh maid his daily into the country from Albania. And they are now after her, and he is fleeing with her to one of his many estates where he uh, thinks that she will be safe there. And uh, But his his real intention is that he, he wants to get busy with her. Um, and he is sort of teeter-tottering between being like, I want her so bad. No! Like, I can't do this. She's been through so much. Who cares? Like, let's, you know, I, I want to be alone with her. And so they are, They last we saw them, they were speeding away in his... Uh, Jaguar, and he's got a private security service hired to uh, protect the woman she had been staying with. Right. So he's off to his uh, rental duck hunting place. Like, yeah, <laughs> duck it? hunting slash surfing place, uh, which is right. in Cornwall, I think. Yeah. So there's a big manor there, and I guess I didn't realize until they get there, which we'll get to. But he's he is sort of he's keeping it a secret from her of who he is. Right? Yes, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into a whole thing, but it's it's one of those things. But for some reason, he has opted to provide very little information about himself. Um, and so I guess once she comes to his villa that's fully stocked, 
and like the most modern building she's ever been in, it's going to come as a shock that he's rich to her. Yeah, and all she knows, she keeps making guesses like he's a composer, I guess. <laughs> yes. He's a even though he's, you know, a, he's also a photographer and a DJ, but she's settled on composer as, as the, the way he earns his the money. way he's earning his nut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I guess maybe why. if he's, you know, John Williams, that's the the composer <laughs> right. that you might have assume is affording these billion dollar villas, but oh well. Right. Um so go ahead, dive in. What do you got? Yeah, uh, well, the very first thing is they're 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 on their way, um, and uh, Alicia is hunched down in the passenger seat with her arms wrapped around herself. But at least she's remembered to put on her seatbelt. And this is the it's the first of the two real spotlights that get hung on this seatbelt thing. So I'm I'm thinking that your theory is definitely going to pan out later on. Stomping the brakes and sending some Albanians a flying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) So I think that they, uh, as we all know, Albanians do not wear seatbelts. This is uh, (laughs) this this is the most common, (laughs) commonly known thing about Albanians. I would say we get we get a few more things about that later, so we can we can uh, delve into those later. But uh, so he's he's still uh, you know talking to someone on the phone. Uh, Danny, I think her name was, who's setting up the hall for him. She says, you'll, be, you'll not be staying at the hall? Not at the moment, no. Two, tr- two rooms, you say? And he thinks to himself, well, I had hoped for one. And I had just written in all caps in my red pen, sex trafficking victim! <laughs> yes, well... Well, he's earlier, he's giving her some space. He says, completely overwhelmed. I think it's best to leave her alone to gather her thoughts. Besides, it's late, and I have to make some calls. <laughs> my, my sex slave is kind of grumpy. Oh, okay, I'll go make some calls then, I guess. Jeez. Yeah. Hero, ladies and gentlemen. Hero. He is the hero, and he. Uh, we, we, we get a lot of this sort of back-and-forth uh, wishy-washiness about the whole thing, which uh, ends up, as we all know, we all know where it's going. It goes exactly there. But uh, but before that, we get treated to the, uh, to the musical stylings of singer-songwriter Ben Howard. <laughs> I I have written down Connor Ben Howard your impressions if any <laughs> so I Why thought is it, this thrown in I did not research it's ben amazing Howard. I I thought at first you know 10 bucks this was her her book club's her book club friends like stepson or something that she was sort of putting it in there but no <laughs> Ben Howard uh can buy and sell us he's got over uh, 600 million Spotify streams on just his top 5 most played songs what uh, yeah uh he's a uh he's um I don't know how to describe him, but he's like a, uh, he's, he's not good. Um, he's sort of the kind of guy that would be in that sort of Phil Phillips, uh, American Idol mold, mold, I think. Um, just very, very just like breathy, um, acoustic guitar strumming. Um, but yeah, he's evidently massively popular. Oh, in my head, I was kind of going for a Josh Groban type where uh, I've not... obviously never heard a single one of his songs, but yeah. he's, you know. He, again, he could buy and sell even the Trevathics. You know? Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's not exactly. I don't think it's that like uh, operatic, like that sort of. He's he's much more sort of uh, to to be to use a, a choice word, husky voiced kind of guy. But um, okay, all right. I, the, uh, the I'm going to get ahead of a, a listener email, but he he says when he turns them on, the sound of acoustic guitars filled the car, and I relax a little. And uh, listener Janelle wrote in, just I'm going to assume this is the Roller Gator soundtrack. <laughs> I, I did isolate a I did isolate a a snippet of that so I, I let, can we can we listen to it we'll just assume that this is what he's listening to anytime Ben Howard comes on sure yeah yeah impersonations what impersonations 
have some splaining to do. Lucy, you cannot be in the show. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's uh, that's Ben Howard for you. Um, and just just as a reminder, that plays throughout the entirety of the movie Roller Gator. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that didn't get irritating at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're still driving. He's he's still getting hung up on on everything that has happened to her. Um, he says, "My thoughts take a darker turn as I dwell on morbid fantasies of what she might have had to endure and of what she might have seen." This young woman in the hands of those monsters. I grip the steering wheel tighter as anger surface surges like sulfuric acid in my gut. This is just another. It's it, it's a firm settle down, but it's a it's another thing in a series of of either uh, descri- descriptions of, of romance or signs that he really, really needs to go see a doctor. It happens a few times with him where the, later there's a, a similar thing happens where different surging emotions are hitting different parts of his body. And it, it's, you know, it's either stroke or it's, <laughs> it's sensing emotions of some kind. But the wild swings, I yeah. mean, he's not well. He needs a mood stabilizer or something because... At one second, he's just burning with unquenchable lust. And then two seconds later, you know, he's gripping the steering wheel and, you know, grinding his teeth. It, he's a very excitable man. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's Homer Simpson in having a heart attack, just like lurching into these contorted, uh, contorted poses, but then going back to just like, phew, uh, like type of thing. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, when it goes to her, it, it, it as we know, it ping pongs back and forth. But I think that starts to pick up pace here. Mm-hmm. The one perspective versus the other. So she's at this moment as she's, you know, crumpled over in the corner <laughs> of his car. She says uh, he's shown her nothing but kindness since she met him. And I, I thought I'd rewrite that for him. No, he's shown you nothing but boners since she met him. <laughs> I mean, he's literally his his groin is tightening. It is it is comical at this point how often it happens. Oh, yeah. And, and what triggers it. And, you know, the the rapturous descriptions of her beauty it can sometimes narrow in on like her eyelashes. God, shit. Her eyelashes are so beautiful. <laughs> there goes the groin again. Like what is happening with this guy? Yeah, it's um, you know, it's 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 bordering like, you know, Travis Bickle like, you know, cruising past and like looking at somebody just like yeah, like you said, like her eyelashes. It's like, "No, settle down, man. You you <laughs> <laughs> It's aggressively horny." But I, I uh, looked, I looked, I was very disappointed just because we do get several more of them in this chapter, but the term boner does not come up in the book. Yeah, I, I was, uh, descri- I said uh, casually to Bridget something about, <laughs> I said something about groin tightening. Uh, it was in context, believe me, it was just, in con- <laughs> she's like, You just what? started what using ta- it, yeah, outside of the what book. What are you talking about? And I said, oh, sorry. It's it's in the book where she doesn't want to say he you know popped another boner, so she yes. came up with a her own term that doesn't physically make any sense at all. Yeah, and she just rides it hard to to use a phrase. Sorry. Yeah, not having read any uh, romance novels, it's amazing what uh, what what she will use and what she won't. You know, like there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of common terms you would use to uh, to describe a lot of these. Uh, you know, acts and body parts and things that uh, she opts not to use, but then goes full on, you know, whole hog uh, to use another one in uh, in the later <laughs> chapter. Like just, you know, you know, the the explicit detail is something that I was uh, I still am not prepared for. Yeah. And, and, you know, it being our first 
time uh, in this genre. Is this a well-established vocabulary and we're just right. on the outside of it? I don't know. I don't right. know. Maybe <laughs> groin tightening is a commonly known phrase in these books. Right. But yeah, we get, you know, like her sex type of thing. It's like, uh, you know, it's like weirdly <laughs> Shakespearean, right. but then just pure, just like erection straining against my jeans. It's like, all right. Like <laughs> it is, <laughs> it's a, it's a weird mix, but um, so this is another, uh, this is another good passage. Uh, I want to ask her what she's endured, what she's seen, but now is not the right time. All my plans, all my fantasies will be for nothing if she can't bear to be with a man, any man. And I realize that I can't touch her. Fuck. And then I, <laughs> and so I ask you, who is the real sex trafficking victim here? <laughs> the sex trafficking <laughs> yeah. victim or the guy who can't bear her? Right. <laughs> yeah. He's feeling sorry for himself yes, already. It's amazing. And so yeah. Yeah, that gets tone deaf uh, throughout the entire thing. And it, I don't want to keep harping on that, but it's going to be hard not to. Well, before we get to any of that high toned, um, you know, descriptions of their love, uh, we go to a place called, I think it's on the, the M4 or whatever. I don't know. One of the freeways, the Gordano Services. <laughs> so yeah. I looked, I looked it up. It's okay. owned by Welcome Break and offers KFC and Burger King food outlets, a general shop, a cafe, toilets, and shower facilities. So Perfect. <laughs> it's a very romantic place to take her. And yeah. uh, uh, and right after that, by the way, I, I was pulling lashes out of the, just out of nothing, but uh, I actually have a line here. She blinks several times, her long lashes fluttering over expressive but unfocused eyes. She is gorgeous. <laughs> Unfocused eyes, so she's like Marty Feldman. She's one yeah. pointing one way. Gorgeous. I just don't know how you can tell someone's eyes are unfocused. That's true. Yeah, she looks like she's doing a uh, magic eye puzzle or something. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I guess so. She he takes her to essentially like the uh, the Vince Lombardi rest stop on the Jersey Turnpike, um, and is still uh, is still quite uh, quite besmitten with her as she's he's sort of leading her leading her through this type of um this this type of place but uh he 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 brings her out of the car and uh she scans the surroundings what's happened i offer my hand and she grabs it holding tight then to my delight and surprise she curls her other hand around my biceps and clings for me so he's delighted by her by her terror in being at one of this at one of these rest stops. And we, we later learned that she's terrified because the sex traffickers brought her to one of these rest stops in order to like wash up, you know, sink, um, like wash up in the sink, I guess, before they were going to bring her to the final destination. Right. Which warrants for him. I think this is the first out loud shit. Yeah. So, so his, his other voice gets, uh, gets a hearing finally. Yes. <laughs> the one, the one in his head, one of his headmates finally gets to speak. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're coming out. That could be a, uh, maybe that's a signifier. Maybe they are, it's, she's, she's telegraphing their eventual takeover. Yeah. And then she says that she was there with, uh, you know, there were a couple other women or something. And he goes, Lariana, Laura, and Dorina. <laughs> yes. Bloody hell. There are more women. Like, did he think there was only one woman servicing the entire industry? Or something? Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. He's we're, st- uh, yeah, efficiencies here. We do, of course, we don't just do one at a time. Right. Scale. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, the uh, this was another great exchange. It was just great prose. Um, you want me to kiss you, I ask? She nods. Fuck. <laughs> uh, oh, that... Uh, that increases, I think, in this. 
And, yeah. and also there's a few just baffling, we talked about it last time, the italics, the things that could just be dialogue that are his internal, it just goes bananas now. It goes, yeah, I have a quiz for you coming up. Okay, good. <laughs> We're going to guess which of these, uh, which of these uh, single sentences on their own line is italicized and which is not. Um, here, lest people think we're lying about this actual line, I can bear no more. Overcome by what this young woman has braved, I fold her into my arms and hold her tightly. I've got you, I whisper, my groin tightening. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> our hero, our hero. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, uh, it, it's going to, it's going to keep coming up and there, they were not to, not to spoiler alert. They are going to seal the deal within this, uh, within this episode of our, of our discussion here. So, um, he, he's, he's unable to resist everything we say here about her being a victim and her having to do this. He, uh, he acts on it within this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's not willing uh, to but, do it here. He says, he says, no, not now, not here, not after what she's been through. And so it's like, okay, not after what she's been through. The next sentence, not in a service area on the M5. That's the true deal breaker. (laughs) That's where where he's drawing the line. Well, there's been like 25 instances of, you know, him pretending to be asleep and her laying on top of him and her grabbing him and him grabbing. I mean, it's just been ridiculous. So the fact that it takes till the middle of the book till they're boning is just bizarre. True. Um but she gets out of the, uh, she goes to freshen up like she did back with, what, Blariana or whatever? Blariana. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, when she exits, Maxim is there, leaning against the opposite wall, tall and muscular, one thumb hooked in the belt loop of his jeans. And then I just continued, <laughs> a stalk of grass in his teeth, his overall undone on one side, his feet bare. Yeah. Right. Bizarre description of him. What is he doing? He's, He's posing, posing for like the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for the cover of, uh, you know, the farmer's, uh, the farmhand uh, by E.L. James. Right. I liked before she went into the thing, Maxim did a little reconnaissance on the uh, on the room, on the bathroom. There is no line for the stalls. Only two women, one older, one younger, are there washing their hands at the basins. Neither of them looks as if she's been trafficked from Eastern Europe. <laughs> so he's got a traffic dar going. And I don't know what, like, the telltale sign is. If they're wearing, like, uh, you know, I got trafficked to England for sex right. from Eastern Europe, and all I got was this lousy t-shirt, t-shirt going, but... Uh, uh, I have to do my uh, lip update, and, okay. which I'll do regularly throughout this book. Uh, we get a two for one. She stares at his mouth and licks her lips. Later, <laughs> a string of melted cheese sticks to her lips. Oh, yeah. A few sentences later, her lips curl in the semblance of a smile, but her eyes sour our surroundings. Oh, scour, sorry. Scour our surroundings. Uh, her unfocused eyes, I'm assuming. A few sentences later, she purses her lips. So that's what her lips have been doing for uh, for the past minute or two. <laughs> we did get a good uh, we got a, a good email about that, um, and so it's well, might, might as well mention it now since we're talking lips. Um, but the uh, David wrote in and said he wanted to flag something. Characters keep biting their lips, and it's supposed to, I get it's supposed to be sexy, but they keep biting their upper lip, not their lower mm-hmm. lips. Have I gone insane? <clears throat> Isn't it the lower lip that gets bitten seductively? And he sent in two images. One is of the uh, Fifty Shades movie. And it's a girl like biting her lower lip, you know, as she's as she's eyeing up the mister, essentially. And, you know, yeah, it's a it's a you know, it's a 
attractive looking gesture kind of you can get where he's coming from but he posts here's what it looks like when you bite your upper lip and it's this horrible uh english bulldog (laughs) (laughs) and so i'll I'll post those but he says i have now spent minutes of my life trying to seductively bite my upper lip and have concluded it cannot be done to be fair i'm not a hot british lord billionaire dj composer professional model so who knows (laughs) i picture those old guys that can take their bottom lip and like get it over their nose or something (laughs) (laughs) the bald numbers yes (laughs) <laughs> um and now it's fact king time I oh yeah look this up yeah in in albania we shake our head to say yes and we nod to say no she explains connor yes. true or false hey you know i've got no way of knowing so i did consult the king and uh true very true <laughs> we've got it right here opposite head shake albanians nod their head up and down to me no and shake it from side to side for yes Wow, E.L. James went deep into fact king for that. <laughs> it's uh, so there's yeah. I I kept referring back to facts king because we get a few more absurd assertions about Albania and they don't all turn up on facts king. But I don't think there's any way she didn't look at it. Yes, it's so it's so great to imagine that that's where she got it all. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they they had a I, the first time I looked it up was they they go into the store, uh, they go to a Starbucks, uh, which she recognizes it from the many she's seen in London, um, so, and then uh, she she says uh, there is so much to buy here, uh, and he, he looks around. Everything seems so commonplace to me. Don't you have shops in Albania? And uh, FaxKings.com was silent on that matter. They do in fact, okay have shops in Albania but uh she she looks at his card and uh she's she's amazed by his debit card your card is magic magic well I have to agree with her it is magic I've done nothing to earn the money that's paying for the petrol my wealth is merely an accident of birth yes I murmur magic and I didn't look at whether they have debit cards in Albania but you know you are renting those cars uh that have seat belts uh with something so I'm guessing they are they are more commonplace than Alicia is letting on well, he he asks her after a few of these questions, how sheltered was this girl's upbringing? <laughs> like she grew up in a rural Albanian town. She she just told you. She right. doesn't regularly go to East London DJ clubs to hear Bangra music <laughs> or whatever. It's yeah, it's very easy to imagine uh um even if you are a, a man about town in London that that there are people in the world who probably don't use uh, you know, iPads and stuff. So, right. Uh, our hero again. Oh, I got to do a lip report. Um, uh, her index finger, she pushes it back into her mouth and sucks her finger clean. My body comes to attention. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Recent sex slave, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes. And uh, on, on that same note, uh, you know, in a club, people dance to. I DJ a couple nights a month in Hoxton. I glance at Alicia, who's staring blankly at me. She has no idea what I'm talking about. Okay, I'll have to take you to a club. He said to the sex trafficking victim, "Is a, that's that's something <laughs> yeah, I want to I want to add on to a lot of things." Allah said the robot pimp disdainfully. Right, right, yeah. Um, here's one that even this a hole can't be proud of. She's asleep. She must be exhausted. I study her face. Even in the harsh glare of the garage's security light, her features are soft and delicate in repose. Sleeping beauty. Oh God! That's yeah. what he comes up with. For that, yeah, that's what the, he comes up the with. The beautiful she, person who is sleeping for the first of two in this in this section. Yeah, he calls her. Yeah. He calls her Sleeping Beauty a bit later. Um, so, so sticking with that, I guess. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, he also reminded her to put her seatbelt on when they got back in the car. So he's going to have to unbuckle that when they uh, when they get to the house. But uh, when they do uh, get there, um, he says something to wake her up that you totally say when you're intending to give someone your space to recover from their trauma at your uh, sexy bachelor pad. Hello, beautiful. We've arrived. Oh, boy. Yeah. He's already... Right. So, he's yeah, like you said, he's calling her beautiful. They're, like, kissing occasionally, like... And yet he's still doing the uh, lurching back and forth between uh, thinking that she doesn't like him and thinking that she's smitten with him type of thing, which, I mean, man, like, if in middle school, when I was having to be like, does she like me or not? Like, yes or no? Like, if I had been, like, smooching them and, like, calling them beautiful, like, that would have been a, a bit a bit clearer of a sign, I think, for me. Yeah, and the the words that he comes up with, they get increasingly nauseating when yeah. when he's describing her. I I, I, I can't a... believe she wouldn't turn and run yes. the first time. I mean, beautiful's pretty bad. Like, oh, okay, all yeah. right, buddy, what do you want from me? But uh, it gets it gets worse after that. It does. I've got him noted. There was like a, a one and a half page stretch where he just kept escalating him, and it was it got it was very unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> uh well that's all i got for uh for that's 10. chapter 10 yeah they've arrived at his estate uh chapter 11 kicks off with uh they are um getting into the examine the 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 house that he has for her uh, alicia start start narrating she is here alone with him she shoots him an anxious glance now that she's sitting in the dark with this man she hardly knows she wonders at the wisdom of her decision and my note was just, all right, we'll just wait till you're probably banging in 30 pages to question the wisdom of your decision. And then I, I sort of staked my claim on that. And I, unfortunately, it took about 60. <laughs> I was I was optimistic. It was a little longer. I assumed, you know, hit the house and then right into the bedroom. But uh, there's a lot more dancing around and uh, padding yeah. to do before then. Yeah, I'm a lot more... Uh, acting like a uh, acting like a mental patient when you when you see the ocean for the first time maxim puts his arm around her in a gesture that she suspects is to protect her from the cold <laughs> i did not uh, she suspected it but his groin was also tightening quite a bit so it's uh, it was either that or the the groin tightening was the goal i don't know conflicting signals suspecting of that is a is an interesting way to put it like suspicion it implies that she's not entirely okay with it yeah but the first thing they do they go uh crack a beer yes at, uh, <laughs> lord trevathic's place and f so and it's described this way from another cupboard he takes out a tall glass and deftly pours one of the bottles into it deftly yeah, pouring deftly. beer this guy really <laughs> is a lord he's really holding his skills over us here showing yeah. off so how deft was it? Did he like flip it behind his back like Tom Cruise before yeah, he too. did that? I also thought maybe he like uh, like a cartoon bartender. He poured it and then like left uh, to do something else on the side, and the beer kept pouring itself like uh, suspended in midair. <laughs> he just did the uh, super, you know, take the glass way far away from the stream of liquid pour, you know, <laughs> while looking at her, you know, and doing it without uh, looking at the glass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the next time I I pour a beer for someone and it's not like, you know, 80% head, I'm going to be like, pretty deft, huh? And they're going to be like, what on earth differentiated this from any other person who's ever poured a beer? Right. Uh, quick lip alert. He clinks her glass with his beer bottle and takes a swig. His lips circling the bottle's neck. Gross. Yes. Freak. He closes his eyes, savoring the taste. Also gross. And for some reason, she has to look away. His lips. His lips. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's just you know the lip action is coming fast and furious. That's two in uh, two in two sentences. I, I, is this? I mean, El James, we we need to interview her. What is going on with this? I feel like a beer bottle. There's a definitely a chance that like the the like the plate that holds the cap on, like that sort of uh, inclined plane there, has a chance of like being nicked. You know, you you start running your lips along there. That's going to be like a chance of a of nicking him or something. I, yeah, I mean, circling the the beer bottle with your lips is not a... I mean, I understand why she has to look away. That is just revolting. <laughs> it would cause you to, you know, you don't want to immediately insult the person. But if somebody offered me a beer and did that, I'd go, what, what are you doing? What, what? I think I need to go. Yeah, it's, it's one step from like, you know, getting your, uh, you know, sucking your lips into the bottle and seeing if you can hold it on your, uh, with just like without holding it with your hands like i can hold it by uh by just you know sucking it into my tongue right <laughs> what a stunt uh before he offered it a beer this was another chance that i think fax king might have reared its head uh wine beer something stronger he asks where she's from women don't generally drink alcohol though she sneaked a racky or two but only on the last couple of years on new year's eve and then a uh, fax king says in albania people manufacture their own brand of liquor called racky <laughs> racky is basically poison parentheses but not really just kind of tastes like it oh fact king you can't yeah. be editorializing like that yeah it's like two different people are the facts king here it's two uh, warring wikipedia writers i <laughs> exactly. guess correcting each other in the notes section. facts king by committee <laughs> yeah uh but that place uh, the place he takes or the hideout mm-hmm. it does have a kawaii piano um, she doesn't recognize the name, but that doesn't bother her. <laughs> I, are people typically bothered when they <laughs> see a brand of piano they don't recognize? <laughs> I am not familiar with this response to piano brands. Yes, exactly. Especially since she's in a position to be choosy about her her brand of you know five thousand dollar musical instrument. Right, but then she starts playing it, and she says to herself. E percurer, she breathes. And I had to acknowledge that when I didn't recognize the words ear percurer, it did bother me quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> that she's just throwing this stuff in now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For as attached as I got to Zot over the past uh, 250 pages, I was, I was extremely bothered by all this other uh, Albanian we start getting thrown at us. Yeah. And in the, the, the boning scene, it really... Uh, yeah. Yeah, becomes yeah. troublesome. <laughs> uh, this this is speaking of something that bothered me uh, when she got into this place. She said, uh, uh, "On the other side of the kitchen is a main living area with a white dining table that seats twelve people and two large dove-colored sofas." Mm-hmm. Uh, so doves usually I associate white. I guess they could be grayish, but dove-colored that's not a thing, is it? No, uh, that, I noted that too. It's it's like the um, you know the Gap used to do got made fun of you know just inventing your own colors. You have blue shorts and you call them pool or whatever. Like okay. that's not a color, right? So yeah, she just throws in a a Gap shorts color uh, out of nowhere. Dove, oh, man. yeah, and especially because yeah. she used white in the previous sentence, so she could either one make the sofas different colored, or you know two make the dining table a more normal. Uh, it's it's but you know if they're both well, white, like settle the hell down. 
she has, uh, you know, had half a beer. She, her lips have circled uh, the beer bottle top, and she's had a little to drink, so she's getting a little crazy with her colors, I guess. And her synesthesia is probably kicking in, too. Oh, yeah, right. That hasn't been addressed. It doesn't really come up in this uh, in this chapter. You'd think it probably is going to have some sort of sexual connotation later, but... Ugh. Yeah, does it work the other way? When you see something dove-colored, do you then hear, you know, like an A minor chord or something? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure we'll explore uh, that. Yeah. He say he's, he explains to her, this is my family's holiday home. Think of our time here as a holiday, a place to think, reflect, get to know each other, and get some distance from all the recent dreadful events in your life. And bang, he added to the sex traffic. <laughs> and then he says, uh, he says, what a day. And I was like, oh, right. It has been five hours since like the thug showed up. Like, uh, you know, there's there's a, a, still a chance, you know, someone might be in shock from that type of incident, from having to flee that type of thing. But um, right. they are that he is uh, swirling his lips around beer bottles and uh, and still just like groaning about uh, about his memory of kissing her. She also is super excited that she has her own bathroom. Thank yes. you, she says. But the words seem woefully inadequate for the debt she owes him. And I, I guess it's because she's about to drop the world's worst stink pickle or something. I don't know. Oh, my God. My own bathroom. Yes. I got some work to do in there. Does it have handrails? <laughs> I could never repay you for what is about to happen in here. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, lucky you don't have synesthesia and uh, you, uh, you, you hear music when you see smells because that is... Whew. <laughs> She's rummaging under the sink immediately to make sure there's a plunger under there. <laughs> Danny, who uh, maintains the dogs, is uh, is you know feeding them their their nightly meat when she sees a, a mushroom cloud coming up over the uh, the hassock that uh, guards the the hideout from the rest of the estate. And... <laughs> uh, so I don't have a Talk lot about left for chapter eleven. What do you have? Oh, I have a. I don't know if it's worth reading, but it's the most worthless paragraph in the whole worthless book, I think. It's very oh short. I'll, I'll read it. While I down the remaining beer, I wonder what's happening in the hall. I decide that I can find out tomorrow, and I'll let Oliver know where I am. I doubt there's anything urgent to deal with, and I'm sure he'll be in touch if there is. <laughs> I can work down here. I have my phone, though I wish I'd brought my laptop. <laughs> this is a paragraph in a book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is a... Uh... It's an Andy Rooney esque type of thing, or just a uh, thinking out loud as you're as you're cooking breakfast. I don't know. Yeah, I, I couldn't figure out the purpose of that. Uh, we have uh, we have this. Uh, it took every it took every shred of self control not to pull her into my arms and and what? Even after all she's told me, I can't keep my thoughts above my waist. I'm like a fucking horny schoolboy, <laughs> and with, and with this level hyper level of introspection and self awareness. I will do absolutely nothing. <laughs> and then he says one sentence later after the uh, uh, schoolboy, but the truth is I still want her and don't my blue balls know it. Oh, yeah. God, that is dreadful. <laughs> uh, here's where we have my uh, my guessing game for you. I've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, six uh, lines in the book. And they okay. were either I uh, they were they're all his internal monologue, but are they italicized internal monologue or are they just normal uh, unitalicized? I don't know what to call them because they're both the same thing. Um, but we're gonna I'm gonna read them one by one. You can guess whether they were italicized or not. Okay. Leave the woman alone. Italicized. Yes. But the truth is, I still want her, and don't my blue balls know it? Non-italicized. Yes. Hell, 
After all, Alicia's been through. She deserves a break. Uh, non-italicized. That's italicized. <sighs> she doesn't need my lascivious attention. Uh, non-italicized. Non-italicized. She needs a friend. Italicized. Non-italicized. Ah! <laughs> there are two nons back to back. Bugger. What the hell is wrong with me? Oh my God. That, that um, one's italicized. So there's, it's a, uh, it's a even distribution, but they're not back to back. There's, it's, it's amazing. I'm just looking at one now. He leaves the door ajar on a room after saying sleep beautiful. I whisper, <laughs> get out of my room. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he leaves the door ajar and in, in, uh, italicized, just in case she needs me. I don't, I don't, what, what, why? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess she could, uh, she could be confused by how to operate the, uh, uh, Sonos music system. Maybe he's got a fancy, uh, like, you know, uh, white noise system installed. Um, if she has one of those, it's gotta be confusing because it's a bunch of people about to say zot, I guess. Just going, <laughs> right. Zot. Like, yeah, that's how the, uh, that's what the, uh, Albanian, the mask would say. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, just a couple back to back lines. I want her badly. I'm infatuated. You're a dangerous sex addict is what you are. And then, uh, like a line or two later, I fucking burn for her <laughs> again. Go see a doctor. Yeah, also, give us new information, too. I mean, that was page one stuff, you know, her, you mm. burning for for her. was. Uh, yeah. It's been played out a lot. I'm infatuated is 100% telling, not showing, when we've been shown a lot. And he goes back to say that again later when he's watching her, like, run around on the beach. Um, he says, just, I'm infatuated. We know. We are well aware. Yes. It's literally been told to us. Uh, but as he puts her to bed, we do get a little... Uh, I call it Joe Biden fanfic. I press a soft kiss in her hair and shift her into the bed. Uh, but this is after she has, he's kissing her hair. Like smell, he smells her hair a lot too. Yeah. Like a lot of people are smelling each other's hair in this book. Yeah. It's uh, that figures into their, uh, their boning too. Okay. Um, so yeah, he's, he's, he's kissing her hair and, uh, this is just a, another, another section where based on the, the, the sleep assault that took place in the previous um, chapter. I, I'm not. I'm not sure that El El James has ever slept because she doesn't seem to understand how it works. She's crumpled on the floor, her head in her hands. So she's she's freaked out about the dark. Um, and he is. Uh, he's gone into to see her screaming. She's crumpled on the floor, her hair in her her head in her hands, right where I left her. Her grief is a reflection of my own. I've got you. I whisper past the knot that constricts in my throat. I couldn't rescue my brother from the demons that drove him out on his motorbike, but I can help this beautiful girl, this beautiful, brave girl. Her sobbing ceases, and she splays her heart, hand over my racing heart and holds it there. I don't know for how long. Finally, she quiets and relaxes against me. She's fallen asleep. So she goes from sobbing on the floor to him, like, holding her and saying relax to just in the span of, I don't know how long, falling asleep in his arms. It's absurd. Unless she has, like, narcolepsy and is just going to be doing this throughout the rest of the book. Uh, she's a sin aesthetic uh, narcoleptic, <laughs> I guess. Sin aesthetic uh, narcoleptic. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, this, I guess, would just be another of their symptoms of them going from one wild extreme to another. And she's a fainting goat, you know? She <laughs> gets excited and goes down. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, it's convenient, I guess, for all the stuff that has had to, that needs to happen for this uh, relationship yeah. to be pushed forward, but whatever. Yeah, so when she screams and he runs in there, um, he says... I'd imagined all manner of horrors and was prepared to fight any number of monsters, but I relax at her words. And I just thought, practically speaking, when did you imagine all manner of horrors? <laughs> this is seconds after she screamed. Yes. What is was he running through in his head? Like, oh, there's probably one of those demon bats attached to her face. I could fight that. I'm going to get an axe handle and knock it off and then... But yeah, he'd imagined all manner of horrors in that. And it was prepared to fight a number of monsters, like the so the Florida <laughs> skunk ape, uh, you know, uh, the Loch goat Ness sucker. Has, yeah, has broken through the window. And he wasn't prepared. He didn't even grab a, a weapon, as far as I could tell. No, like he, didn't, he didn't even grab a lamp off of uh, the bedside table or something. Yeah, um, but again. To uh, save the cat. Again, here he is. I won't touch you. This is just sleep. So the next time you scream, I'll be right here. Of course, I'd like to make her scream in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Beavis and Butthead come in and write a <laughs> sentence for him? <laughs> yeah. I'd like to make her scream in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And to the same thing, like as he's calming her, she glances down at my chest and a slow flush pink pinks her cheeks. Yeah. I normally sleep naked. Count yourself lucky I put these on, I quip, to the terrified <laughs> sex trafficking victim. So yeah, he's just, he's, he's really doing the uh, which way is the gym flex uh, type of thing. <laughs> Count yourself lucky I put pants on? My God. He quipped. Uh, yeah, Oscar Wilde would be real proud of that quip. <laughs> Madam, count yourself lucky I put on pants before this, uh, before this cocktail party and you will still be ugly in the morning. <laughs> Uh, quick lip alert. Uh, Alicia hesitates, looking for me to the bed, and her lips purse with what I think is resolve. Uh, lip alert. A sentence later, my eyes stray from her eyes to her lips, which I assume <laughs> are still pursed in resolve. But it's good to it's good to get an update. <laughs> right, as he keeps looking back and forth, you would assume maybe he would look back and forth, and they would change. But uh, no, no additional information there. Uh, I couldn't uncover an example, but there, these, uh, I'm pretty sure that in the maybe 10th grade, I wrote an essay and I began it with, I awoke with a start. Nice. And uh, that is in this book, He Wakes with a Start, which I thought was so lame. Like, I got a C on that in <laughs> the 10th grade right. for, for using that terrible, terrible cliche. <laughs> and uh, it's here as a chapter opener or a little, uh, you know, section opener here. Yeah, I, you, uh, I guess when someone is screaming, that might be the uh, traditional way you might wake up. It's not going to be the, uh, the cartoon da, da, na, 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 of you yawning <laughs> yourself away because the screams are happening in the background. Yeah. Uh, but so he, uh, he, 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 he comforts her by saying, I think you should sleep with me. And without waiting for a response, I carry her into my room, flick on the lights, and deposit her on the floor beside the walk-in wardrobe. I won't touch you. This is just sleep. So the next time you scream, I'll be right here. So he's 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 not really uh he's never really given her a say in this matter in terms of uh, where she's going to be spending the night. Uh, yeah, he picked her up and took her forcibly into his room. 
the sex trafficked uh, woman, <laughs> escaped sex slave. <laughs> Uh, but she, uh, we, we get the full, uh, we get the full, she's all that, uh, where he says, uh, she struggles into the PJ top, which is too big. She undo- undoes her braid and shakes out her hair. So we're getting that full, uh, the full transformation from the, uh, from the mousy little ha- house cleaner into the, uh, into the sex goddess here. Yeah. And her hair, this had not been mentioned before. It's surprisingly long. Oh yeah, it's like uh, it goes to her Godiva, waist. The one that she co- was covered by her hair as she rode into town. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. It's way longer than I thought it was. Um, but you know, here once again, our hero he asks her if she's hungry, and here he becomes a uh, a, a guy, a trucker at a truck stop diner when he says, "Hungry? I know I am, and not for food." <laughs> what I want ain't on the menu, darling. That's what he's doing to. Her. The recently escaped sex traffic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those are the only eggs I want to see sunny side up, sweetie. <laughs> and uh, if I direction if I direct your attention to my hat, uh, there might be uh, something I'd care to do after whining and dining you. <laughs> it says it right here. Uh, by the way, I, for years, collected uh, dirty trucker hats till finally <laughs> my, my wife made me uh it was a thing my friends would a friend of mine would send them to me when he'd stop at a truck stop. What was the uh what's your favorite? Oh, I I mean, look, I'll say it. This is on a truck. <laughs> uh my favorite was don't argue with your wife just dicker. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> Abandoning all pretenses of wordplay or Yep, no, just just awful. Um, we need to return to Fact King here. Okay. She she washes her hair and carefully shaves her body with the disposable razor Magda gave her. Okay. Uh, is that Albanian for her? To, <laughs> she's shaving her entire body, I assume? <laughs> the Albanian... Facts King is silent on the matter of, uh, of whole body shaving for Albanians. Um, we should write him an email with these questions, I guess. He should have sort of an open uh, an open system for for us submitting our our questions. I mean, if we're going to travel there, we don't want to be offending people by not doing this. That's true. I'm I better get shaving. <laughs> um, and then he's frying bacon. The aroma is delicious, and she he's shuffling to the beat of the dance music that is thumping through the room. Alicia cannot help but grin. I mean, you know, it's no vacuum cleaner funny, but it's uh, it's pretty good stuff. It's no, uh, yeah, wastebasket devoid of used condoms, and it's no uh, Michael taking selfies, but an easily amused woman. Uh, just want to, we want to keep people up to date on this because there is a, 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 a astonishingly stupid uh, coincidence, I guess, even though the, the, the author of the book clearly created it. Uh, she's... Um, getting into bed with him to sleep platonically, but uh, she notices his tattoo, uh, which we alluded to in a fan fiction. I, I hold my breath as she traces the outline of my tattoo, her fingers skirting across my skin, her light touch echoing through my body toward my groin, and I suppress a groan. Uh, she says, this is the symbol for my country. The two-headed eagle is on the Albanian flag, he thinks to himself. What are the odds? Yeah, the odds are pretty shitty, man. But uh, if we're if we're going to be doing uh, insane coincidences to uh, to like you know cosmic level coincidences, like sure, what are the odds? Like that's 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 a big one. But uh, but then it's probably a red herring because there's not these yellow circles. She adds, <laughs> yes, right, because it turns out the two headed eagle is the Trevel Yon Trevithick uh, family crest. <laughs> right. 
which you'd think people would be like, hey, this is the crust of this uh, repressive communist country, you guys. Maybe we ought to think about changing that. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's make it something way cooler. And uh, But no, it's I guess it's been like this in the family for a while. Yeah, so that's the that's their coat of arms. The family coat of arms is Albanian, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, maybe it will turn out that they have a Albanian heritage or something like that, and it will be a it will be a a meant to be type of thing. Of course, of course. Uh, so she goes bananas to go down to the sea, which she's never seen. We, can we go down to the sea? Her eyes are alive with delight as she bounces up and down like a child, which I should note like a child but as we learned earlier old enough you know? <laughs> so we're good to go but she is very childlike and, yes and, and later we get those spongebob pjs so yeah hold on to your hats i hope it comes out that like she's she's like she's only ever seen like you know uh, the bay of fundy or she's seen a fjord or she's you know she's seen the ocean but she's never seen like the north sea and that's what she's got she makes she she parses her her massive uh unconstrained bodies of water by just the uh the term they're assigned in their name um, <laughs> right. um we got some great dialogue that i think um i think puts some 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 things to to shame uh when she's when he's serving her breakfast two eggs no one you sure yes Okay, just one. I'm having two. So, like, suck it, uh, Castle Casablanca. Uh, you know, farewell scene on the on the plane type of thing. Um, we just we got some we got some great love dialogue going on. And oh, then, I isolated some in the next chapter. That uh, if you if you take away all the filigree, I just took the pure dialogue. But uh, it's it's exactly like that. But I'll I'll get to that in the next in the next <laughs> chapter. Uh, he, this is also the scene where he tur- turns the Sonos volume down via the app on my phone. Uh, in case you were wondering what the hell we were talking about earlier, he's, uh, he's, he's go, he, we got uh, three Sonos mentions where he sort of instructs her how to use this, uh, this app, uh, to conveniently manage the phone. Uh, this was a great, uh, passage, uh, during breakfast using her long nimble fingers. She fishes the toast out of the toaster and butters each slice. Yeah. Do you put, uh, you remember who else had long fingers? Well, I, I put Gollum next to that <laughs> sentence, but uh, 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 yeah, the mother uh, in Armada. That's right. That's she right. She was leaping out of the car and running to mine, covering her mouth with her long fingers. His wow. his insanely hot mom. So I guess this is just a, a a thing that insanely hot people have that I just never have really picked up on. Hmm. You've got that. You've got the uh, fornicating duck uh, coincidence. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. We could uh, we could be having some ghostwriting going on. Maybe that's yeah. what's been delaying Ready Player Two. Uh, but then, show, so they do the breakfast, and he unmans himself by starting to clean up. But <laughs> surely he's not going to wash up. No man does that. I just thought you're damn right. I'm warning to this. I'm warming to this Alicia person. <laughs> yeah, Women's and this work. causes a uh, this causes a big argument. As she's like trying to insist, and he's doing like the no, I'll take care of it thing, and she like runs off. Uh, she, she whispers, hurries out of the kitchen, confused and wondering if he's angry with her. Please don't be angry. What the fuck? What did I say? <laughs> I watch her retreating figure, noting that she deliberately avoids eye contact with me. Shit. This happens a lot. She leaves, I think in the next chapter, she runs away and mm-hmm. uh, leaves again. Yep. So yeah, they have a complicated relationship already, even though they've only, you know, driven up to Cornwall together. Right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they uh, they they 
this is we we ventured into chapter twelve, I guess, a long time ago. But uh, he orders her up some some clothes, I think, uh, for some uh, a winter coat and uh, some new shoes. I, I was I, the only thing he's done that's impressed me so far is uh, he says shoe size, and she goes thirty eight. He does some mental calculations. That's uh, size five, and so kudos to him. Because every time I see, like, you know, that when shoes list, like, the other countries. Yeah, European uh, sizes, sizing. Yeah. Yeah. That's like doing Celsius to Fahrenheit in your head. I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I take my hat off to him on that on that stretch of of, uh, of his day. Um, here's a description that she, she makes quite a distinction here about his eyes. Up close, she notices that the irises are a darker green around the edge. The color of a kuka's fur. Well, toward the dilating pupil, pupil, they're lighter, like a fern in the spring. (laughs) I had hoped his response would be, her hair is dark, like the records I spin in East London when I'm DJing. But around the pupil, they're slightly less dark, like the other record I spin when I'm DJing. Because I have two turntables. uh, The the inside of them is the the light blue that was the uh, color of the... Limited release vinyl that Dead Mouse provided for Record Store Day in 2017. <laughs> uh, so she goes around and she uh, runs around on the seashore, jumping up and down. And my uh, God, as she runs around like an idiot at the seashore, he says it's impossible not to smile. And I, I disagree. <laughs> it, is, it is not hard at all to not smile at that. Yeah, kind it's of a very disgusting easy. display. Yeah, it's so she she's the full the full text. The sea, the sea, she cries and twirls around her arms in the air. Her earlier peak is forgotten. Uh, her smile is wide and her face bright, lit from within by her joy. The sea, she shouts again above the roar of the water. She gesticulates wildly, her arms like a crazy windmill, welcoming each <laughs> wave as it crashes to the shore. I would I would watch the uh, the children's cartoon Crazy Windmills, like. Yeah. You know. <laughs> just a, a you know a family of, of crazy windmills and their their adventures with uh that quixote guy who keeps trying to run into them right yeah it's not a very dignified display but uh I, she but he only loves her more i guess it's understandable because it's been so long since she's seen the ocean <laughs> yeah <laughs> adam duritz can relate um <laughs> but that's uh you know i I suppose it's supposed to be a sweet sort of thing. Um, it's 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 hard to imagine um, not taking the ocean for granted. Uh, if you would, you know, I guess if it's if you were going to the Grand Canyon, I guess you could be overwhelmed by that type of thing. But it's, I guess, well, I just... in fairness, I had a I had a roommate who was from Hawaii, and I he woke me up at the first snowfall he'd ever seen, and insisted wow. that we go outside. Which was, you know, kind of amusing. Uh, you know, he'd, he'd never seen snow and he didn't, he couldn't really imagine how it felt, you know, huh. on his right. face. So, you know, yeah, I guess. Did his groin stir? <laughs> of course, it tightened yeah. horribly. <laughs> uh, uh, that's all I got for that chapter. That's all for that chapter. I do want to, I do want to mark the the place where I, where I, we, we, we went over it, but the place where I said, I realized that we were going to be in over our head. Um, and that was this passage. Uh, she is all, so he, he wakes up in the morning. She is all over me and fast asleep. And my cock is wide awake and rock hard. If I roll over, she'll be on her back and I can finally bury myself in her. And so that was just like, Oh boy, like it's going to be that kind of party. <laughs> oh boy. We're not even there yet, but it's, uh, 
and, and it does. It it gets it gets substantially it gets substantially worse, people. But uh, I <laughs> uh, before before we get that to that part, though, I think we should probably read some of our uh, our patented reader fanfic. Okay, hit me with your best shot. What do you I got will. for me? Uh, we have I have five passages that either come from later in uh, the Mister or were written by our uh, devoted listeners. So we thank everyone who does those. You're going to guess whether they are real or fanfic. Number one. Okay. Carolyn's eyes were rimmed in red. She'd been crying hard. Fuck. I felt a mix of <laughs> compassion for my friend and disgust for my brother, having finally confirmed my worst suspicions. It's my fault he is dead. She said finally, as though the wind had been knocked out of her. We'd been trying for so long with so much heartbreak. It was just hard for him to touch me anymore. Soft hair, wet with tears, stuck to her face. So he went elsewhere. Her fragile body looked as though it would break as she wailed for everything now gone to her. I felt sorrow, then rage, then a fucking shocking realization that Kit was not the perfect heir he'd been groomed to be. And here I was, always the spare, yet ultimately the morally intact one. Shit. Oh, I think that's real. All right. Some uh, some more information about the death of Kit. Number two. In the trunk of the Mercedes, Alicia clutches the flashlight as the car lurches to a stop. They must have reached the border with Croatia. She closes her eyes, pulls her coat over her head, and switches off the flashlight. She doesn't want to get caught. She just wants to get home. Mm, uh, fanfic. Okay. Uh, they're lovely. Raising the... Oh, this is number three. They're lovely, raising the ordinary to the extraordinary, she says dreamily, lost in the painting's exquisite fine artistry. Her profile is so delicate, an upturned nose, soft full lips, and her words. She mirrors my sentiments exactly, the ordinary to the extraordinary. And it's a keen observation on a first glance. She's bright. I mutter my agreement as I sit down opposite her. She proceeds to fish a crumpled sheaf of paper and a recorder out of her overlarge bag, and then she's all fingers and thumbs, dropping the damn thing twice on my Bauhaus coffee table. She's, <laughs> obvious, she's obviously never done this before. For some reason I can't fathom, I find it amusing. Normally this kind of fumbling maladroitness would irritate the fuck out of me, but I have to bite my lip not to laugh and resist the urge not to set it up for her myself. Mm, lip biting does add verisimilitude, but uh, I'm going to say that that is fanfic. The, okay. the Bauhaus table is just a bit too much. <laughs> Tipping the hand. It's funny, what does it? Uh, number four, surreptitiously, I watch her as she busies herself in the kitchen. Her movements are neat and elegant. She has an intrinsic, sensuous grace, and I wonder if she's ever been a dancer. When she turns, her glorious hair spills down around her elfin face, and with a delicate... <laughs> And with a delicate flick of her wrist, she flips it out of the way. Her long, slender fingers hold the knife as she slices open the baked potatoes, releasing wisps of steam. With her brow fixed in concentration, she spreads butter on them, and she stops to lick some melted butter from her index finger. My groin tightens. <laughs> well. Oh, boy. Uh, it hits all the marks. I... I'm going to say it's real, but I suspect it's just well done fanfic. But I'm going to say real because it's so well done. Oh, man. Yeah, it is. Uh, and then number five. Alicia was so glad that her ordeal is over and decently, even, and decently even triumphantly over that she takes his arm and begins to sing. She takes big masculine strides to keep up with his. But every now and then he has to give a little skip to make good lost ground. She fits these in with her song so that her voice gives an upward skip at the same time as her feet. Are you tired, Maxim asks, 
as she seems to lag? No, no. It was the first time he had ever asked that, and Maxim again knew himself to be happy. He thought, if we could only stop life for a while, I would stop here. Not when I get home, not leaving Trevithick, but here. Here, reaching the top of the hill out of Cornwall, dusk wiping out the edges of the land, and Alicia walking and humming by my side. Alicia begins to sing, mischievously and in a deep voice. There was an old couple, and they was poor. Tweedle, tweedle, go twee. <laughs> what in the holy hell is that? <laughs> I don't know. Real? All right. Uh, let's uh, let's go through them. I think this is a tough section. So number one, this was where he's talking to Caroline and about uh, she's responsible for Kit's death. Uh, you said real. That was fanfic. Wow. Okay. By Wendy. Yeah, nice. so make making up yeah the uh, good good uh, italicized profanities in that one uh, good potential uh, hint into Kit's death but it turns out it's fake. Uh, the next one I think you said was fanfic her being in the trunk going to Croatia that's real. So we've got that to look forward <laughs> oh, to. We've got that to look forward to. Um, uh, number 3 uh, I believe you said was fanfic. Um, and that is fanfic but that was uh, E.L. James's own fanfic. That was her first Twilight fanfic that she wrote as uh, Moon Dragon Winter's Bane or something, whatever she wow. called herself. So he just changed a few. Uh, he just made it made it fit into the world of this. Uh, I guess he didn't. He didn't really tweak mugs, but he, he might have just changed the character names. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. That's so incredible. So biting his lip and uh, Bauhaus coffee table are. Uh, and then, you know, she's delicate up to her nose. So, yeah, a lot of similar to, similar tropes she's trotting out, even when she was just a fanfiction.net writer. Uh, number four, the one that you th- hit on everything that seemed, I thought you were going to guess fanfic. That one was real. The uh, cutting a baked potato with long fingers and his groin tightening as she licks butter <laughs> off her index finger. That's <laughs> uh, It's still happening? Paragraph yeah, exactly. Or, uh, chapters ahead of us. Oh. I thought I thought you were going to think that was just someone uh, who you know picked up on too many things at the same time, but that was real. Wow. And then the last one you guessed was was fanfic. That is true. Uh, that was, was uh, Patreon supporter Lauren, who uh, I'm not sure what he what he meant by this, but he says this is a bit of fanfic I'm taking from the Regency romance series Poldark changing the names and sloppily futzing with the tenses because just like 50 shades was an alternate universe fanfic with the serial numbers filed off. It seems like, so is this one. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with pole dark or what that is, but uh, that was what, that was what uh, the last one was. Well done yeah. everybody. Yeah. Very well done. That was just uh, yeah. Darts on a darts on a dartboard there. But yeah, so later on we've got her cooking baked potatoes for him, licking butter off her index finger, and that's uh, you know I guess like what was that movie with like Mickey Rourke and uh, oh, Kim Basinger where they just yeah. bang the whole time? Right, right. Seven and a half days, nine and a half weeks, nine and like a half that. hours, twenty-eight days later. I don't know something <laughs> yeah, like 127 that. One hundred twenty-seven hours. That was yeah. a sexy movie. <laughs> um, well, good job, everybody. Thanks for sending in the fanfic. Uh, like we said before, some of those people were Patreon supporters. You can support us on Patreon and uh, participate in fun things like the meme contest we've got running. And you can uh, get every episode uh, early, which uh, lets you listen to this uh, as as early as humanly possible and get a start on next week's reading. So that's at patreon.com slash 372 pages if you are uh, inclined to head on over there and, and chip in just a little bit every month. Yeah, and a lot of hot uh, hot talk about uh, trucking through time. Um, oh, you know, man. We don't, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. It's just people are... Uh, 
people are excited. And the book is laying around and, you know, I'll, I'll pick it up every now and then and just read the thing and without scanning it because I don't want to cheat, but I just, I put a couple of teases in there. So yeah. if you're a Patreon oh. member, you can uh, get a little, get a little taste. Yeah. It's like, uh, they always say that the, uh, the, the most popular guy, uh, in town on a football team is the backup quarterback because people are always talking about like, well, maybe if he was in, we could be doing this. Um, and that's sort of truck, trucking through time is the uh, is the backup quarterback everyone's clamoring for. But we'll get to it. Settle yeah, down. Yeah, we'll get to it. This is where we're, we got good stuff here. We're in the middle yes. of this. Uh, um, ch- chapter, chapter 13. Chapter 13. Yeah. Uh, begins with them, uh, Alicia and Maxim lean against the chimney stack, staring out at the choppy sea. So leaning against chimney stacks is a good part of his life. I'm I'm glad she can share it with him. <laughs> right. He's often I, I, doing that for some reason. I wonder if Alicia was like the the hard the hard stone here makes me think of the Albanian people. He's like, "Settle no, no. This represents the Trevithics. We've established that clumsy metaphor um, <laughs> in a previous chapter. So back off." Yeah. Uh, she sees the sea once and gets all uh, starts thinking she can metaphor things. Um, she, so yeah, the, the length of her hair is mentioned again here. And I think when hair was mentioned early on, she was always putting it up into something, right? She had some, I mean, it was her, her cleaning costume was mentioned 500 times. I should know it by heart. Yeah. She was putting it into an anorak, right? Uh, well, she she also had the, uh, she had like a, uh, you know, babushka or whatever they call them. Right. She had the the bandana or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, she peels off her hat, releasing her hair. Her cheeks are flushed from the cold. The dark curls falling almost to her waist. That's very long, right? (laughs) Oh yeah. That's, I mean, it's notable when someone has hair that is nearly to their waist, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, she, it, the, the hair is, has been a, it's almost as if it's like a, it's like when they, uh, a TV show decides that a character is going to be important in season three or something like the hair, the hair is really, really getting its moment in the spotlight once she gets to the estate. Yeah. And, uh, and believe it or not, right after that, because of the hair, he says, I'm beguiled, totally and utterly beguiled, which that's new information, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. He was only, uh, he was only infatuated in the previous chapter. Yeah. It's amazing. (laughs) Uh, there was a, I, there was a moment here that, uh, that had me run into the king. Uh, he's asking her about the 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 the, the uh, mo- like her hometown because she's looking at the the mine that he used to play in as a child. He asks, "What do they mine?" Uh, she says, "Chrom." I don't know the word. Chromium. She shrugs. I don't know the English. So Fax King was 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 had no information about Chrome. But uh, another Patreon supporter, Sarah, sent us a, a clip from Cheers uh, that has uh, Albanian facts. So if she's not getting everything from the Facts King, E.L. James, I think definitely uh, consulted this episode of Cheers, if we can just take a listen to this. Albania, Albania, you border on the Adriatic. Your land is mostly mountainous, and your chief export is chrome. Yeah, everything you need to know. Yeah, so they've uh, the the uh, the chief export is is or at least it was in the eighties or in the coach era was Chrome. Um, <laughs> so there we go. They so they're a good character here too, I think. Um, Father Trewin. Yes, Father. Yeah, this is uh, this is I assume to to give more color and depth to our character. 
he's uh he's a church skipper is uh is our hero but he runs <laughs> in and gets to father trewin and gets uh gets scolded and upbraided for that yes <laughs> father trewin our, our vicar my may i introduce alicia damachi my friend visiting from overseas Good afternoon, my dear. Trewin holds out his hand, and I just, I would have changed my entire opinion of the book if Father had just been like, you two banging? Eh? <laughs> but alas, no. But during this conversation, something uh, sort of surprising happens. You, you might have missed it. Uh, it's, it's stuck with me. It's the, uh, she's asking as they walk away from the priest, Vicar is the priest, yes? Uh, and are you religious, he asks, surprising her. She begins to say no, but she's cut off. It's she. She gets an N out, and I just found that surprising. Like how how hard do you have to be interrupted where you can't get the whole word no out? Yeah, uh, that's a, that is a you are. I mean, I, I suppose one of those air horns right in the middle of it maybe <laughs> would be one way, but otherwise, once you start the word no, you're you're pretty much done. I yeah, think. it's not like uh, it's not like it's like steel where you like you could be like, oh, I could talk myself into having like one and a half syllables there. That's no, no, it's just no. no. Yeah, yeah, it's all <laughs> it all comes out at once, but somehow it gets cut off. And so, just to to, to sort of get more color on this, because it just I couldn't read on until I solved this issue. I uh, I went to the audible of this uh, book, the unreleased. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's being produced. I, I have there was. Uh, there was you said audible, so there's an audible version, and then there's this unreleased version. Yes, the unreleased expanded universe edition, oh. um, and uh, you know, hoping against hope that it would be uh, obviously that this scene itself would be expanded because it does need more. I, it, clearly, there there was some explanation to why. Yeah, very puzzling. Off. And uh, sure enough, this this scene is expanded. So. Uh, I, uh, we have a I got the good track record of this working out for us. It does. It does. <laughs> so uh, why don't we uh, why don't we listen to this expanded uh, universe version of being cut off on the word no right now? Uh, vicar is the priest. Yes. Yes. Um, are you religious? Uh, good afternoon, my lord. Oh, uh, hello. One second. Uh, what were you saying, Alicia? Oh. You asked whether I was religious, which is a yes or no question. I thought it over, and instead of saying yes, I started to say... Can I get you anything? Uh, Hold that thought, Alicia. Um, Yes, I'll have a Negroni cocktail. Uh, Alicia? Yes, I too would like this cocktail you call... Find a seat anywhere, folks. Now, miss, I believe you are about to order a banana flip, yes? Is it happy hour? Mm, the details of happy hour are printed on that sheet right in front of the lady. Uh, Alicia, it's 5.15. Does that make it happy hour, yes or, 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 or no? I wish I could say yes, but I'm afraid the answer is... We have two appetizers available, either hot wings or nachos. Uh, Alicia? Well, Albanians do not eat hot wings, so... I guess I'll have the... What would you like under your drink? A coaster or a cocktail napkin? Well, I guess we'll never get to the bottom of it. What's up with her? Oh, uh, she's an escaped sex slave. Ah, I bet your groin is tight. The tightest. Oh, boy. Yeah, so uh, (laughs) you can see how that happens. 
Yeah, you. I mean, it seems unlikely that it could happen that many times in a row. But yeah, it, it, it gives you a, a real sense of how saying is something that could be cut off of. And, and sure. the character would never actually finish the O. They right. would just they would they would sense they were being interrupted and and drop it. Yeah. Uh, what I found fascinating was we finally get the uh, the accurate accent that you would hear from that shopkeeper up in uh, in Cornwall. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a very peculiar accent, and it's very peculiar to that region. So to uh, to hear that shopkeepers in Cornwall, this is yeah, this is I went to Cornwall Facts King, and it says <laughs> yeah. they're often uncertain. <laughs> of uh what they're supposed to be doing they uh, some shopkeepers occasionally lapse into australian accents and have to uh, redo the take they're not good australian accents but they're <laughs> and uh they also sometimes uh they 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 check uh accents videos on youtube uh, and then realize they're getting too far into their own head and uh it's not helping the matter so wow all of that on fact king amazing Fa- yeah. it's a great website <laughs> i've got it bookmarked now yeah um, so they, they go into, uh, the pub, I think, right? Yeah. They're into, oh yes. yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. They're in the so, yeah, pub. I was, un- I was uncertain. Like, so th- they're not on his estate anymore. They're in the town. Like, yeah. Whether, I don't think he owns this place anymore, which comes up. It's important because he realized there's, he, he has some, some encounters in this place, but I think that they're like in a town that borders his place. So he's no longer like in charge. He's just sort of the, the, the local celebrity. Right, and so they start having a little chat over their beer, which she's now, a, I guess, a fan of beer. Um, and uh, he, so he, but he runs into a, a waitress that he has slept with before, of course. Mm-hmm. And then he hears his father's Megan. voice ringing in his head, and uh, here comes the f bomb. Cover earmuffs. <laughs> Don't fuck the local girls, boy. I just thought, oh, that I'm glad we have this warm. That's the little we've heard of his father. That's yeah. That's the you know, uh, the uh, warm aphorism he gave his son. Uh, in a, is, is in the previous chapter, it was revealed that his father took him to a brothel when he was 15 and then died the next year. Uh, so this is <laughs> yeah. They had a they had an interesting relationship. That that was something that happened on Game of Thrones a lot. I feel like. Um, <laughs> But in this case, it seems like good advice because the the waitress that he's that he uh, hooked up with Megan uh, is like everything that uh, Alicia is not. He just like pretty much makes her this hag who's <laughs> yeah. Pappy pinched. was called in to guest right this. Again. Oh yeah, yeah. Lipstick she's, smeared all over her teeth, sharding all over the restaurant. Just like yeah, it's it's hilarious. Um, I'll get I'll get to the Megan description, but this the upon entering the 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 pub, uh, Alicia sees a. Uh, on either side, a line of tables, most of whom are occupied by men and women who could be locals or tourists. Alicia doesn't know, but I'm glad she could narrow it down. You know, <laughs> they could be they could be either people who live here uh, and are coming there uh, from their own homes, or they could be people who might be visiting who do not live here. Uh, so it's good to specify that she's not sure which of those two groups uh, which, uh, everybody the, falls into. The binary, yes. Um, we get a, uh, as the kids say, we get a, a weird flex from, uh, <laughs> from, uh, Maxim here. She says she hasn't been to big cities and he says, not even Tirana. Thanks to my expensive education. I know the capital of Albania. <laughs> that, that's a weird thing to brag about. I, I did not right. know the capital of Albania, but, uh, there's probably other weird things in there. An expensive yeah. education doesn't necessarily mean you'll know the uh, capital of Albania. 
Yeah. And uh, newsflash, buddy, uh, faxking.com is free. So uh, <laughs> head on over there next time and maybe save yourself some student loan debt. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I studied for Jeopardy and I didn't remember the capital of Albania. Um, then my, my one story about that one was uh, the guy who beat me. We were sitting in, uh, in the studio waiting to record and I was just like trying to make small talk. And I tried to, I tried to say something about the capital of, I don't even know what it was anymore. Slovenia, I think, is it's written like Ljubljana, and mm-hmm. he was like, he's like, he, he oh Ljubljana pronounces it, you know, and he, he of course had been there for a month, like, and I was like, oh, this is gonna, <laughs> this is gonna go poorly. <laughs> but Try, trying to work your uh, uh, knowledge of st- of uh, capitals into the yes, <laughs> small exactly. talk with a guy, <laughs> Jeopardy. Yeah, the guy who went on to just utterly wipe the floor with me. But uh, so yeah, I never got Albanias though. Uh, this was a, another. This was a. This is going to sound crude, but um, I'm going to say it anyway. She sees uh, there's even a young couple kissing at the back of the pub. Embarrassed, Alicia looks away and sticks close to Mister Maxim. So I'm just going to put it out there: if she's if she's embarrassed by a by a couple just sort of smooching at a bar, may not have turned out to be the best sex slave. <laughs> oh. May not have. Uh, May not have uh, <laughs> may not have been the, uh, the the number one draft pick that those guys were hoping for. I oh, mean, Connor, <laughs> what just what you've lowered what? yourself to maximum what? levels here? What? <laughs> uh, she said she mentions that she says no. I I've never traveled. I have never seen the sea until you brought me here. It's like yeah, the six minutes of jumping around like an idiot did give that impression. You know, we we were aware of that. <laughs> Uh, which causes him to, he tugs at his sweater collar, embarrassed. Really? We I get an actual is, collar that's tug. In, that's incredible. When the girl, like, gives him a mean look, Megan, you know, sets his uh, ham hock down a little too hard or something. He's like, <laughs> ew, boy, I guess she is mad. <laughs> um the uh, the thing about the, uh, so, yeah, Megan, uh, where is the, uh, yeah, we get a we get a description um oh yeah he it's back to back so she at some point in time i realized that he thinks we're like the memento guy where if he doesn't remind us how hot she is every like couple pages we're gonna forget because we get in the span of this lunch her loose dark curls falling almost to her waist her shining eyes and her radiant smile she is an exotic beauty God. okay um and so yeah also contrast that to the pictures we uh, that that listeners drew this week that we were looking at uh, oh right <laughs> your challenge from last week we posted those on facebook and and twitter so those are contrast those are the horrific depictions we got um but then we get another one very soon after that uh her glance out the window is wistful but it gives me an opportunity to study her profile long lashes pert nose pouting lips i shift in my seat my blood thickening steady but then out here comes megan Megan appears with her pinched, angry face and scraped back hair, and my problem subsides. <laughs> what were you thinking, man? Like, what happened seven years ago? Oh, man. So, she, boy, Megan would not like the description that she's an absolute boner killer for just, like, <laughs> one look at her. It ruled. Maybe she, I should she, stop scraping my hair back. Yeah, she's just a pure diner waitress slinging fish pies. She's not even bringing, like, an appetizing-sounding dish. Yeah. Your fish pies, mister. But then uh, <laughs> I, a I did like it. out in one of the pies. <laughs> she uh, the, he, she goes full like uh, David Foster Wallace on us. She's uh, Alicia eyes me dubiously as if pondering the camel case Megan situation. 
I just thought that was a, a needless uh, artistic uh, artistic flex. Oh, there as I well. didn't even notice that. That's awful. Yeah, like uh, the Bonnie situation in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it's like when a uh, you know CNN just sort of tags something. This is what we're going to call whatever the situation is, and uh, right. we're going to have seventy two <laughs> point font. Right. Um, so here's the dialogue from before that I promised. I've just taken out the. Uh, I've just eliminated his side thoughts and and italics, and this is just pure dialogue now. Here's his beloved, who we were told is smart and beautiful, perfect beyond any. She's an angel from heaven. Uh, parents, I have a mother and a father, like all people. And <laughs> and what are they like? My mother is brave. Brave? Yes. And your father? He is an Albanian man. <laughs> when, and then two sentences later, she is passionate and eloquent, painting a vivid picture of her country and her home. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I just uh, thought, oh, EL, please. You just don't want to. You don't know that you don't have the means to show us this eloquence. <laughs> Instead, we get, I have a mother and a father like all people. Yeah, that is amazing. Back-to-back telling and then the, uh, then the, then the showing. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that passage, too, because it, it, re- it really does read like, a, uh, like, a, like a, someone's report um, in third grade about a country they get assigned. She tells me Albania is a special place where family is at the center of everything. And they're like, it's like, you know, just stop short of saying in, in, in finale, it is a land of contrasts. Right. <laughs> I just wrote truly Alicia is the king of facts here. It's a, uh, a thing that I've noticed on all travel or food shows where they're doing the, uh, you know, B-roll and the voiceover. It's mm-hmm. like X is a, a country that is rooted in the past, but always looking to the future. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> Every single time they have to say that. <laughs> Right. As if any place has just completely cut ties and has not done, you know, we don't do anything here that happened before 1994. We're cool. Well, they go into town. Uh, he buys her, I think, some some uh, some clothes or something. And then he, he just uh, tosses in a packet of condoms too, making the uh, young woman blush. And I was upset because this defies our comedic premise that he's you know, got condoms spilling out of his pockets at all times. He didn't bring any on this on this journey. It was bummer. Uh, he was being uh, he was being pure and righteous. I, <laughs> I, I guess. Um, but like you know, maybe there's like one tucked into his back pocket that went through the laundry a couple times. I don't know. But then they go to a, they are walking along, and he decides he's going to do one of these things where uh, she points at a building, and he goes, "That place, well, it belongs to the Earl of Trevithick," and so. So they go through a whole thing where he has an internal dialogue of being like, tell her that's you. No, I want her to love me for me. Um, which is like, I don't know. Th- I think this happened to like, this is obviously a cliche where a romantic comedy, she's going to learn who he is. She's going to be upset that he lied to her. Um, but I-, I can't think of the specific examples. But I think that happens in like Puss in Boots where it's like, this big belongs to this Earl. And um, even though that's him, I think that was a, uh, a, uh, a major component of that fairy tale. This is... Uh... This is the Hallmark Channel constantly. That's, you know, 75% of their things. It's called like a royal pain. And then, you know, somebody loses, they get amnesia. And, oh, I'm actually a prince or or there's some reason they have to withhold. It's unbelievable. So the fact that she's she's trotting (laughs) out this war horse when Hallmark's been doing it for like, you know, 30 years. Right. 
And it's not like she's been, yeah, again, she's not been misled about his uh, wealth or means and status in society. She's already at his rented villa that she drove to in his Jaguar from his palace. Um, yeah. So I don't know why he's, you know, if she if he wants her to love him for him, she's, he's not exactly presenting himself as a pauper. Yeah, he's flashing around that Sonos system like uh, <laughs> that's supposed to get any lady in the in the sack. Uh, he said earlier that she smiled for the first time. This may have been the last chapter or something. And and he uh, said, oh, good, she has teeth, which I guess is he says sarcastic things to himself. I don't know. Huh. Um, and then later she smiles again. And it just, it, it just bothered me. Like he can look at her eyelashes and get turned on. And what is this thing like? How how can someone hide their teeth for that long until they smile? <laughs> yeah, especially with all this lip action, she's been biting her lip. Like you I don't know. bite your lip with your lower lip. Um, and then she she gets wet. She falls in the ocean or whatever. And oh my god! And he says, "Shit, she'll catch a cold." And I, yep. I, guess, I guess his fancy public education did not include a section on germ theory. Uh, <laughs> I noted that too. It's uh, yeah, I guess it's the uh, the the mother in him coming out. Who knows? That was that was a nice standout. He refers to her as she's romping, though, because she does more romping in the sea. Yeah, on in the span of a page and a half, he says she is effervescent, she is complete, and she is giddy. And then he uh, adds. I'm infatuated, uh, to, to reiterate yet again. So, Oh, smitten, infatuated. Uh, what was the one I just had? Oh, I don't know. Enraptured. Uh, every possible way to be absolutely enchanted by a woman. Like, he's a slave to her, obviously. You know, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but then he takes her inside and is like putting her clothes in the dryer, but he's then caught off guard because she's sitting in the drying room, uh, with no, uh, pants on. And he's like, you know, he, he, he somehow is, has not yet pieced together that she doesn't have clothes. So this surprises him. But, uh, he says as he's, as he's, uh, perving out on her here, I try not to look at her long naked legs, which I thought was an interesting way to describe. So, like, is I'm wearing shorts right now. Are, are my legs naked? Connor, your naked legs are shocking. Yeah, I'm sorry. Shocking it's, it's, the community. <laughs> but then he he says, I try not to imagine them wrapped around my waist. I fail. And she's wearing pink panties. Torture. My need is a slow, slow, dull ache. I'll have to shower again. So I was like, does he... <laughs> is he under the the impression that... He has to go shower if he wants to take care of that, that that's like the only setting where that's allowed to happen. Like, because that <laughs> yeah. would be, a, you know, it must be difficult when he needs to bring his phone in there to watch a video or something to uh, to like have him. He might have a mounted waterproof system for like watching videos in his shower when he needs to take care of business. I don't know. I'm just I'm going a little too far into this, but uh, you don't need to shower if you want to, uh, you know, t- TCB men. See, folks, you you listen to uh, this podcast not just for our takedown of literature, but also for just hot tips on uh, this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, maybe if there's you, someone if, out there. <laughs> yeah, there's probably this. Maybe this is a not a well known thing. I don't know. <laughs> well, the uh, the SpongeBob stuff does make its appearance, of course. Oh boy! And what do you think his response is going to be to it? Probably. He realizes that he's sort of been infantilizing her and that he's he really needs to assume more of a protectorate image. And she still is so young and innocent that he can't um, he can't possibly go on. 
Uh, I'm afraid not. No, she uh, ah. she comes in sort of Meg Ryan style uh, pizzicato strings, sneaking around in her SpongeBob pajama bottoms and an Arsenal football club shirt. I have these, she says with an apologetic <laughs> and still half tipsy smile. Even in ridiculous faded pajamas and a football shirt, she is stunning. <laughs> Wow, that They'll is do, a... I smirk, as I imagine, slipping those trousers off her hips and down her legs. <laughs> oh, this guy is a horn dog. But amazing. not for long, because uh, we talked earlier about his, his rage and gripping the steering wheel um, when she, she plays the piece for him. Grief hits me like a tidal wave crashing over me, drowning me. So we're, now we're done with the water things. A knot forms in my throat, and I try to contain my emotion, but it expands, constricting my ability to breathe. I watch her spellbound, but aching as the music punctures my heart, touches the yawning void that is Kit's oh absence. <laughs> so, so there's waves crashing on him. He's being punctured. There's something expanding in his stomach. He can't breathe. His lungs are collapsing. Uh, I'm thrown like a rodeo clown being trampled by a rank bull from the pen, like who had been thrown off the driver, who had <laughs> only stayed on for two seconds. Like, Remember that uh, old uh, sports thing where the ski jumper crashes, the agony of defeat, and he <laughs> pinwheels again and again? That's me. <laughs> the 2002 Winter Olympic short track speed skating where the first four guys uh, were in racing and then there was a guy behind him from like New Zealand who wasn't expected to compete, but they all took each other out in a stunning finish and he skated across. Uh, my soul was the first three guys. <laughs> in fact, stop right now and watch a skater pain video for 15 minutes. That's how I'm feeling. Wow. Yeah. Settle down, man. Having all that read out loud makes it sound so much worse. Yeah, it's awful. But yeah, so he cries because the the piece was about his brother. Um, so that is a uh, that yeah. is a uh, really really touches him. But he he doesn't just cry. This was a uh, you used the term earlier, and I assume because of because you had read it in this. But I bury my face in her hair and inhale her soothing scent yet again, and I cannot stop the tears sliding down my face. Shit, she's unmanned me. <laughs> just not a you know not a not a term i've uh not a term i'm super familiar with but uh i guess you know being being upset that your brother died means you've been unmanned yeah well done yeah he didn't uh he didn't cry at the hospital didn't cry at the funeral haven't cried since my father died when i was 16 years old and now... maybe because he knew he would have no more uh, trips to brothels because his father wouldn't take him there anymore <laughs> right <laughs> Uh, that's, I think that's all I have for chapter 13. Uh, the, as, this was before she made him cry, but he did have this sentence that only warrants exclamation marks. Walking towards her, her eye, he eyes her football shirt and her cartoon PJs and rubs his chin as if considering her hypothesis. I love that you're dressed like a 13 year old boy. Oh, wow. Right. I didn't realize he'd said that out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> well that's that's anyway. new information so yeah that's the uh that's the good uh, um but yeah we, we go to chapter 14 uh we chapter by the 14. way we skipped over two things i should note that i have omitted uh counting the number of times he's run his hands through his hair you're on your own there uh but but it happens <laughs> quite a bit and uh i didn't get into the uh the emails and texts that he sent oh yeah <laughs> He had a lot just, of emails to Carolyn, uh, just, just saying where she was. The dullest stuff. It's just it's skippable. It's as skippable as a, a you know a Tolkien song. You just go right yes. over it. Right. 
Yeah, but yeah, Carolyn is out there, very suspicious and uh, and and worrisome and needing him, etc. So that's just to keep track of the plot. That's what's happening with her. Right, but then we get to a chapter that uh, I'm afraid I I only have uh, two notes on. <laughs> I'm sure you have more. Oh boy! But uh, this is uh, yeah, this is just this is the uh, the you know. It's pretty pornographic at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. So let's—I mean, just let, let's just talk about it for a second. Like it—it it, it delves way more into—I mean, what I was expecting, I guess, is the way to, to way to say that. And it, but it does so in a way that I just don't understand. I just don't understand. You know, if this is what you're after, and it is, if you're reading this, I just don't understand why you don't why you why you cage it in this in the garbage that precedes all this. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't get that either. The, the all this time wasting up to this. Um, but I, I did, uh, as I was perusing the Amazon reviews, that is a common theme among the uh, one star and two star reviews. What? It, Not enough of this? Well, it takes really long time to get no. going. By which I assume they mean get going, getting to this. Uh, I guess. Okay. So that that has been noted and uh, is a yeah. That's 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 well known. uh but yeah so like yeah i don't want to i mean they they do everything you'd expect but i think there are some some things worth discussing in here uh he says uh uh, alicia and he says her name is a blessing earlier in the book he said alicia her name is a prayer so uh um, you've got uh you've got that nonsense going for you um the i I want you to guess something here uh we've had a lot of guessing games today but uh she moves to hold and stroke my face which is still damp with tears and her caress spirals like a tornado through my body my body responds how does his body respond uh tightening uh it just is a simple fuck (laughs) 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 um and uh this was this so I'll just say this out loud. I read this. Uh, I read this sex scene, and it reminded me of Meatloaf. Oh, um, yeah. He, uh, he he growls deep in his throat. My arousal complete, straining against black denim, and it reminded me of one of my favorite uh, Meatloaf lyrics from uh, the uh, last song on Bad Out of Hell. He says, uh, "And can't you see my faded Levi's bursting apart?" Oh, I never so, knew. That. Is that from? Is that Paradise by the Dashboard Lights or? No, that is for crying out loud, which is oh, like the most bombastic cry- song on it. So uh, <laughs> that is yeah. saying a mouthful. The most bombastic <laughs> song. <laughs> but yeah, so you've but you've got both of his uh, you've got his uh, you know Gene Boner lines in both of these songs. So that's the caliber that we're working with here. Yeah, and he already had to. We already had the classic of him having to hide his boner from his sister-in-law. So it's, <laughs> to outdo it, she's got a lot of work to do here. Yeah, all it's missing is him uh, having to tuck it into the waistband to go up to the blackboard and do a problem in uh, in uh, algebra class or something. <laughs> uh, this is this was good. Her her mouth forms a perfect soundless O, and the only image that came to mind when she did that was the. Uh, all the Peanuts gang at the end of Charlie Brown Christmas singing Hark the Herald's Angels Sing. Because, uh, yes, <laughs> 100%. I went and looked it up just to make sure they're all doing that exact uh, O, yeah. like their lips are. So that's, uh, that's, that's what you can think about when you read about them uh, boning. Uh, I have only, well, I have, t- I have two notes. I have a lip update. She bites, okay. her, she bites her top lip and her eyes dart toward the window. So that's where lips, she's biting it again, top lip. Mm. Which are weird. Do it right now. Um, 
I want to make love to you, I whisper. That's also new information. But here's, so it's all cliched garbage until this moment. It's music to my dick. <laughs> the yeah, there's, there's, I mean, and like, so I was, I was reading that out on our balcony. The book nearly went four floors down to the ground. It was like a, <laughs> it was like the scanner's head exploding moment. Um, I mean, yeah, that was, yeah, that's, uh, you, I guess you know. Kudos. She had something there. Um, I mean, it, I, but it made me laugh. I guess. Yeah, it was a lot of you know. Everyone wrote in about that. Everyone pretty much wrote in. Well, of course, I don't need to tell you what my dub sentence is, but here it is. It's it's the music to my dick line. So. <laughs> um, I mean, you you know, you tip your cap at some point in time. Like that's that's the sort of thing that I think that if if when people are are doing their own fan fiction, when people try to make bad movies. You just can't you can't mess with the masters of it, and it's because of stuff like that. Yeah, but we do. The other thing that w- is a real note to me is uh, the Albanian comes out, uh, mm. and I didn't go to Fact King for this, and I'm kicking myself now. Uh, Ed Edhe une te deshiraj, okay, um, and zot of course, <laughs> yeah. and then te lutum te lutum te lutum. English, please. She, uh, oh no, English, and she says, please, please. So <laughs> until she, she might have just gone with that out of pure convenience of, of not having to say "teludum, teludum, teludum." Yeah, no kidding. Know the um, English word. It's much more compact. Yeah, he's he's sort of like he he's he's going for a lot of he's establishing a lot of consent during these moments. He's saying, "I want to hear this," like say, but then he starts being like, "She's nodding and stuff." And we've already sort of established that this is going to be a tricky maneuver when she's like, "Do you want coffee?" and she nods or shakes her head no, but she means yes. Right. So this right. is going to be <laughs> that is a minefield. I forgot about that. Um. So the the other the other things that struck me so music to my dick was about as crass as it gets but some of this other stuff has this weird romance level knowledge two words I'd never heard before she she steals me for a second then grabs my hair firmly tugging hard and kisses me with ardor yeah ardor ardor yeah anything I mean, yeah I I know that word okay and then uh, she gasps her fingers pressed to my scalp as I gently lave her nipple that lave? one I did not know I don't know okay, did good. you look it up. <laughs> I did not. Um, I, I assume it. I hope it's something that is what I assume is happening, and not some, you know, weird, uh, weird urban dictionary term. Oh yeah, please no. <laughs> uh, her scent is clean and wholesome. Um, I don't know what he was expecting exactly, but like you know, a, a, a lobster fisherman or like a, the beaded curtain of a video store that was with a book come as non wholesome surprises. <laughs> those uh, one of those back rests that the cab drivers use. So that would be another one. <laughs> um, I uh, he calls her uh, baby. He calls her sweetheart. He calls her beautiful. And I just had my fingers crossed that he was going to slip in a Megan. Um, she was like what i'm not pinched and you know hair knotted back in a tight bun like scraped my hair back wart on my nose with two hairs coming out of it (laughs) um 
and uh, the uh, she she she's moaning. She moans Zot a lot, which I think we might as well share. People uh, were saying sending in things, and someone on Patreon said that Zot is what the anteater in the comic strip BC says when he uh, when he eats an anteater. So you can think about that every time uh, she's she's moaning Zot every time that they're that doing it. That fits in surprisingly well, actually. <laughs> uh, and then my favorite sentence of the of the sex scene uh, was, "Wow, I whisper." She's finally naked in my bed, and she's sexy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been great as if it was just a total letdown. Right, yeah. Where he's like, you know what? Finally seeing you like this, it's uh, it's not doing it for me. My yeah. groin is loose as hell. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, burped some bacon into my mouth and uh, tasting beer. Yeah, this is not going to happen. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so they, they do it. Uh, he's evidently a master of what he does because he brings her pleasure uh, like no woman has ever had before. And uh, by the end of it, he, he's uh, getting uh, getting himself off and he, he's forceful, loudly calling her own name. I just imagined a loud, Zot! <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. how it ends. They Zot finally, they screamed finally... like a Kirk screams Khan. It would be nice... <laughs> We should uh, uh, we yeah, should that, make that meme actually. Yeah, absolutely. I will take care of that. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's the uh, that's that's where this one ends. They finally have sealed the deal, and uh, we're not even at the halfway point of the book. It was much longer than I thought, but I guess I mean, you know, this is uh, this is what the people came for, and uh, so I, I guess for me, I, I just kind of mostly skipped over it. But I hope there's not a, a lot of long chapters like this. Well, maybe I yeah. hope there is, so I can just skip them. <laughs> I mean, you've got to you've got to read him just because if he does toss in the random bomb like music to my dick, you've got to be prepared for that. <laughs> right. That's um, true. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think we've got we've got a decent amount of people who wrote in, so let's let's get straight to people's emails. We're going to the party. We're going to the game. We're going to the dicker. Ain't gonna cruise out, man. We're stealing people's mail. All right, what do we got? Well, we have a uh, first one is from a recent uh, college graduate named Chris. He graduated college, I guess, last week, this week. Um, so he's already putting his uh, degree to good use. He knows reading, the capital uh, of Albania. Yeah, that's that was part of the commencement speech. I think that one guy paid everyone's student loan debt and another uh, Chris's speaker droned on for 20 minutes just being like his uh, his wear sunscreen advice was know the capital of Albania. <laughs> Uh, but he wrote in, he says, uh, he just has a couple of different sentences and they all sort of build. Uh, uh, Alicia grins, you are cunning like the wolf. Cunning is my middle name, he says, looking pleased with himself. And Alicia can't help but laugh. And he says, Alicia has the same standards for humor as the characters in an Ernest Klein book. Uh, the next sentence, in Albania, we shake our head to say yes and we nod to say no, she explains. Wow, that must be confusing. Maxim is officially the dumbest character in 372 pages history. He cannot comprehend that people who are raised in a different culture have no trouble with the customs of that culture when it's the only thing they have ever known. Uh, then he says, so she mixes up yes and no. I wonder if I should review any of our previous conversations given this new information. Apparently you shouldn't, seeing as how you never come back to this pointless thought. But I did take the time to review their previous conversations on page 147. Human trafficking, I whisper, and I watch her reaction. She nods once, her eyes tightly closed. And he adds, In light of Alicia's new information about Albanian customs, I choose to believe she was actually saying that no, she was not being trafficked, and that the rest of the book is actually a farcical sitcom-level misunderstanding. <laughs> and my God, that would be tremendous. If it, oh. it, you know, 
Oh, it was, if, that was the uh, Shyamalan twist. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> uh, next email comes from uh, your own, uh, your old friend Dave Berkey, uh, host of uh, Like Trees Walking with You. Oh, Dave! Uh, Dave reading the the Mister. This is he uh, says scandalous. He, he, he gets that right out of the way. I am not reading this book. Okay. But the, but the whole sexy time with sex trafficking victim theme reminds me of the James Bond movie Skyfall, where 007 initiates shower sex with a woman who has just been rescued from sex slavery, and she thinks that Bond is dead. I'm not sure if she thinks that the character James Bond is dead or that the guy initiating the shower sex with her is a zombie or something. I don't know. But he says, it creeped me out six and a half years ago, and it still does today. Perhaps this served as inspiration for E.L. James. Keep up the good work. I'll hang up and listen. So, yeah, I guess this is a uh, – I guess if you just have a guy who's as suave as James Bond or uh, Mr. Maxim, um, all the sex slavery trauma goes by the wayside. I think there's uh, a shocking one, uh, one of the early ones, I think Bond – does something like punches a woman and then i mean it's just so there's there's a history he's he's not a he's not necessarily a great guy okay um yeah but still it's a uh it, it it's not going to be something that is easy to let go of from this reader's perspective um we have a reader named moop i'm not sure what that means or is but uh i have to say i've never if he, if uh, this is relating to last week's uh, installment, if Maxim has never known anyone who doesn't trust the cops, because remember he says that he's never mm-hmm. met Magda. If he's never known anyone who doesn't trust the cops, he has the ballsiest drug dealers ever. Even the random people he meets on Tinder for blow isn't afraid of talking to cops. <laughs> right. He travels in strange circles indeed. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> and then the last email is from John. Funny typo on page 166 where Maxim says, I can see your brain working from here. What is it? Ask me? And ask me has a question mark after it. Uh, he says the qu- final question mark sounds like he is not sure if she should ask him as a side, as a composer myself, the line, do composers make a lot of money in England, strucks me as particularly funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Uh, then he also said, bathed in the soft, rosy light from the gathering dust, she's exquisite, even in SpongeBob pajama trousers. He says, more romantic sentences should end with even in SpongeBob pajama trousers. That strikes me as this book's said the robot pimp disdainfully. Or he said to the, yeah, the recent sex trafficking victim. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so we've got a couple of those that should be good to uh, add on going forward. But uh even though we've uh, read possibly the dumbest sentences all of literature with uh, music to my dick, we've got to do the dumb sentences that we didn't cover, so let's do some dumb sentences of the week. A sentence begins with a capital letter. A capital letter is a letter that's big. A capital letter is not a small letter. A capital letter is big, big, big. A sentence ends with a period or an exclamation or a question mark. A sentence always ends with a period. Or an exclamation. All right, or a dumb sentence mark. of the week. What do you got, Connor? Uh, David and Brian G. both submitted, I've been fighting my attraction to her since I saw her standing in my hallway holding that broom. Boy, oh boy. We've all, we've all been there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then one of them, I forget, I think David added, or maybe Brian, no, you haven't, you disingenuous ass, unless all that moaning and groaning at her touch passes for fighting. Um, Amanda uh, submitted, he grins when he sees her, his face lighting up like a child at New Year's, and he holds out his hand. Uh, she says, maybe kids love New Year's in Albania, though. Who knows? I didn't check Facts King. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I in, in Albania, maybe kids are the ones who stay up till midnight and adults go to bed. So kids' faces light up when the fireworks happen at midnight. But May I, um, may I stay up till midnight? And then shake your head no. Yay! <laughs> 
Uh, Laura submits his security buddy says, yes, yes, Trevithick, keep your bloody hair on. Ah, uh, never heard that. <laughs> no, I guess that's a, possibly an Albanian uh, in a thing. In, in Albania, it's like Lidsville. The, the hats are the sentient ones, and they, they wear you. Um, <laughs> they wear your hair. Uh, Andrew, I brought her to Cornwall because I want to protect her from them, and now I have to protect her from myself. That's a very uh, very dumb action movie e kind of line. Uh, and he does nothing of the sort, um, as we all know. Uh, Jessica. Up close, she notices that the irises are dark. Oh, this is darker ah. green along the edge, the color of a cuckoo's fur, while toward the dilating pupil, they're lighter like a fern in spring, as covered. Uh, and then Justin, Janelle, many other people submitted, it's like music to my dick. <laughs> that, uh, that could be uh, o- over all of our books. That that could be <laughs> could be the one. I myself, uh, I had one. Uh, breaking in a virgin is a big responsibility. But one that just really, uh, in a romance novel, it was just, I just enjoyed the character of Megan. I hope we get more information about what went wrong <laughs> with her. I could tell. I could tell you. <laughs> but you we know. get uh, the fact, that it's just, just this, this one right here. Her face is sour, but the fish pie is warming and delicious. And there's no sign that anyone spat in it. <laughs> That's right. I did note that. And I also did note the... Uh, this character, like you said, delivering fish pies. <laughs> <laughs> she's yeah. She's just like the. Uh, she's the. Speaking of BC, she's like the the fat broad character in that. She's just this haggard, you know, mannish, you know, yeah. Poor Megan. Yeah, she uh, she runs like a an old timey ferry raft that she pushes across, and these are the fish that just jumped up onto the raft when I came over <laughs> here today. <laughs> <laughs> oh megan we want more of you uh mine is I'm, I'm sort of technically cheating but you'll understand there's a period after these mine is a three-word sentence and there, i'll allow it there are periods after it because you know i'm ignoring the stylistic thing here my sentence is kit fuck why so <laughs> i got i had highlighted that one too it was <laughs> it was coming on just a string of uh of terrible prose but that yeah. was yeah Going all on one sentence maybe made me question the uh, again the layout of all that. Were any of those italicized? Uh, I think they were. Uh, you just okay. take, take your pick, though. I think it's just <laughs> one third or either either two thirds or one third was italicized. So, so yeah, disingenuous <clears throat> of him when she played the music he had written for Kit to start sobbing and say he had never grieved until then when he had said Kit fuck why uh, <laughs> right. just a few pages ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. That is a, an outpouring of grief. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, I think that does it for this week. Thanks to, again, everyone who supports us on Patreon and who submitted all the amazing fan art. Five different people drew that challenge of uh, of her eyelashes and uh, and eyes and all that stuff last week. So kudos to all of them. Yeah, and they were distinct uh, and different. Each one had a different uh, different view of what that sentence could mean. So, uh, yeah, you go check them out. It's a it's a good uh, <laughs> it's a good gallery. Yes, absolutely. Uh, if anyone else is inclined to draw anything from this thing, um, we would always appreciate it and send it to us and we'll repost it. But uh, for next time, we're going to read up to page 319 through chapter 19. Uh, and that should take us into some more, uh, hopefully some more drama, some more drama with the Albanian wet bandits, hopefully. Maybe some more suspicious from suspicions from Caroline and maybe some uh, more Megan, if we are lucky. Uh, Barb T says that the, you know, she couldn't put it down, that the action just keeps rolling. So there's something ahead. So, uh, so hang in there and keep reading and, uh, we'll be back with another 372 pages. We'll never get back. See ya.